So let's get it. Hey. Hey. Welcome. <laughs> hey, what? Who? Where? Apron. Is it under? It smells, apron. smells here. Under the apron. <laughs> Welcome to Under the Apron, where we take a look at the underside of the belly of the service industry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We what got a big um, show today. We got a big show today. We got another guest. I'm very excited about our guest today. Uh-huh. We're going to talk a little bit of news. We're going to talk a little bit of topic roulette. Ooh. And we're going to tell us some stories. Yeah. And then we're going to get to know our guest a little better with a little Q&A. But first, I would like to introduce my oh, co-host, hey. Joey Applesauce. Yo, what's going on? <laughs> I'm, I'm saucy out here. Yeah, you are. Yeah. You're saucy right now. You're a little windbreaker. I feel saucy out here. <laughs> I'm trying to my make up. My mom has that same coat. Yeah, I took it from her. <laughs> she let me borrow it the last time I was over. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, hi, Angel. Nice to meet you. Hi, nice to meet you. We didn't introduce Angel yet, but I'll introduce her now. Yes. <laughs> hey, thank you. I would like to introduce our guest, Dude. my very hey, close Chris friend. is coming out real bossy today. Let's, Angel. Let's, let's ease up. Hi. Hi Angel. <laughs> Someone's got to steer the ship, man. I tell you that every time. I know, man. But if, it were, if, if it were up to you, the ship would just do circles or it would sail. Yeah. Yeah, but it would be fun, at least. It, yeah, wouldn't be fine. A, it wouldn't be this little Nazi-ass ship that we're on right now. Hi, Angel. Nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you. Um, how do you how do you guys know each other? Oh, uh, yo, bro. We go way back. We worked together at uh, this terrible pizza place called Boston's that I have mentioned before. Yeah. It was a good time, though. We had it fun. was crazy. It was insane it working was there. Where was it? We'll get into it. Uh, A-Town, yeah. baby. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Eight Jesus <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Okay. Cool. Steer the ship, bro. Yeah. Got it. All right. Get Steer. going. Steer. All right. Let's go. Let's Keep talk about going. a little bit of news that's not Harry and Megan, real quick. Okay. Oh my god. I haven't. By the way, <laughs> I haven't heard. I haven't read any of that shit. I keep seeing it like pop up on my. Long story uh, short, thing. the royal family is racist as fuck, and that's about it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. This is a true yeah. story. I watched half of it before I came on to do the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, hilarious. I actually have not watched it, but I read about it in the news on Twitter. So does it like turn it? Does it it basically works out that they didn't leave on their own accord that they left? No, no, no. They left on their own accord. But it was because the royal family essentially said that if their kid, Archie, the baby's skin comes out too dark, they won't make him a prince. Thus, he doesn't get uh, like body protection. Yeah. Be, so essentially he'd be like in constant danger because they're the royal family. Who so what, like, uh, who, who said this? The, the actual family made that decision? They, they, uh, Prince Harry, is that his name? Harry? Carson Wentz yeah. like The British Carson Wentz said that he won't name who made that statement. Wow. Someone did. I don't know. Maybe it was wow. the queen. I don't know. Oh, wow, wow. Really not surprising at all. At, no. but, but at the same time, that's fucking shocking. The story. Right. It's terrible. Terrible. Anyway, some news that's not yeah. <laughs> terribleness. Uh, yeah. There's a fucking restaurant in Canada. It's a burger place mm-hmm. that has changed all the names of all their food on their menu so that people can expense it. Like, like the burgers are named like basic steel or stapler for their regular burger. Or like <laughs> mini dry erase whiteboard. <laughs> uh, wired earphones with microphone. Oh, my God. 
I mean, it feels like fraud, but I mean, people on social media are like, oh my God, you're so smart and edgy and funny. And now we love your burger place. So that is, I mean, that is literally fraud, but, uh, right. <laughs> literally. Where are they located that they, that that would Canada. even be a, but near like some sort of like, it's oh. near like a school or something that like where um, all the people are broke and need to expense all their, their meals. Why, why would it have anything to do with a school? Well, just because you said stapler and fucking oh, well, and, te- and, te- <laughs> and teachers don't get paid that much. More so than I, just teachers. I mean, teachers aren't don't only have expense accounts either. They got to buy shit out of their own pocket. No, that's a good. Uh, it's in Toronto, though. OK, which is, you know, obviously a business hub. Yeah. Did you ever have a guy ask you to change something on his bill so yeah. he could? Yeah, I've done it for a million people. Yeah, really. Yeah. I, I don't like think it. I've ever had that happen. I, I'm like, I mean, I'll have people ask for the receipt so they can expense it, but never to like make the receipt, like doctor the receipt. Oh, uh, I've been asked to do Yeah, no booze on the receipt. I've yeah. done that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense. Interesting. Fucking yeah. Canadians, huh? Yeah, I'll expense Canadians, I, man. We should expense some poutine right now. I'm oh, down. Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> Um, yeah. The other thing in the news, this one's not as happy, but it is. I guess it's a. It's good for the people that used to work there. There's a restaurant called Mezcal in Baltimore that used to make all the for like three years. They made all the tipped employees put in four percent of their credit card tips in like this big tip pool, and they never. He never gave it to anyone. <laughs> he just kept all the money for like three years, and now he he got in trouble and yeah. had to pay half a million dollars. Whoa! In back back to oh and it's and it, it, it obviously it came out through all this that he also was paying people off the books he was fucking not paying overtime he wasn't paying a minimum wage like a, just a laundry list of nonsense yeah uh, the book at him and uh they actually gave him through till next year to pay it but he paid it all off now well, he has yeah. all that money from all that yeah. tip. <laughs> dude that's something that we haven't really jumped into too much in the podcast but uh there are so many examples of that, especially now that most people are getting all their money via paycheck. I've had so many friends who like are pretty fucking sure that the, the bosses are skimming off the top of their tips. People who figure that out, like class action lawsuits, like that shit happens all the time. You imagine how much of a fucking dick you have to be. You're not even paying your employees. Like you're paying right. them like two fifty an hour yeah. and you're going to fucking steal their tips, their only fucking money. Like I, this shit is crazy, man. Yeah. At least he was honest with it. At least he was like, hey, we're well, taking. He was honest once he got caught. <laughs> no, no, but I'm saying he's, he, at least he said, we're taking 4% of your tips. Yeah, he said it was for something that never happened. <laughs> right, right. But at least he called it out from the beginning. You know, he I mean? did call it out from the beginning, if you want to look at it that way. Yeah, yeah. sure. He's very, I, res- I, res- I respect him. Do you respect that part of that? <laughs> I, respect, I respect him. I think, you know, he's smart. He's a smart guy. Hey, that's fair. An yeah. honest right. criminal. He's an yeah. honest criminal. Yeah. You know that- Unlike the smooth kind. Mm. um but, and, and right. just like you said sorry just to, just one last yeah. thought of that. like like you said uh you know there's so many examples one of the reasons why originally i wanted to start what was the website and now is the podcast is to expose some of these practices these business practices that don't happen in any other fucking industry like i knew busboys who would work 40 hours at one restaurant and they get moved to another sister restaurant to continue to work just so that the the owners didn't have to pay them overtime like that shit oh, happens crazy. all the fucking time people take the owners take tips from people people do work more hours than they should without getting uh like breaks for for lunch or like all these like kind of legally mandated breaks that just don't they go by the wayside in the service industry i think it's a, it's unfortunate i'm glad the guy got caught 
Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's do a little <laughs> what? Let's do some story time, baby. Let's do some story time. Uh, Angel, are you prepared with a story? I am, yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, because that was really your only job. I know. Um, all right, let's hit it. Let's hear your story. Yeah. First of all, it's kind of hard to come up with one story. Sure. After 20 years of stories, you know, but this Perfect. one is at Boston's. Nice. Um, the biggest bar fight I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. Okay. Not joking. Happened. I was probably 20 years old behind the bar, left behind the bar by myself for the first time. And so in Allentown, a semi-famous, well, he is famous football player, Chris, you'll, you would know him. I'm not going to say his name. His brother was a regular there and it was like a playoff football game against the Giants and the Eagles. And all of a sudden, fists start flying. Not even kidding you. And you know, at this restaurant, there was 32-ounce mugs of beer you could get, right? Like solid. I remember those big boys. Big glass mugs. like, And he is literally hitting people over the head (laughs) with these big glass mugs. Now... So my dad is sitting at the end of the bar, (laughs) (laughs) right? And like everybody is fighting in the bar and I I don't know what to do now. Like I I could handle it now, but I think I was by myself behind the bar like for a week and this is happening. So I think um, Brandon was working in the kitchen who Mm -hmm. this was our kitchen manager who used to sell us weed all of the time (laughs) all of the time and he was back there and he was miserable like he hated the service industry he didn't want to be in the service industry at all so he was bitter he wanted to be a drug dealer exactly so biggest bar fight happens and now I get face to face with the famous football player's brother who throws around that he is who he is And he has this thing in his hand, this beer glass, and he's like raising it up like he's going to hit me with it. And my dad steps in the middle. And now I'm like, oh, my God, now I don't know what to do. So I get my dad out of the way. And then the next thing I know, this guy has turned around. He's punched a girl in the face. What? You can't hit a girl, bro. Can't hit a girl, bro. (laughs) (laughs) there is blood everywhere carnage everywhere so the kitchen manager runs out he screams everybody get the fuck out the cops are coming so and the police station was like a minute away laurent it was like right around the corner close yeah so close they could walk there (laughs) everybody flees and there was like multiple doors in that restaurant there was like two side doors a front door People would just always like skirt out every door. So everybody left. The bar is a disaster. (laughs) And I am just like devastated. Blood, glass, like everything. And like, I think I was like 19 years old. Jeez. It was like, but it was the biggest bar fight I ever, I ever saw in my life. And it was my bar. Did the Eagles win? (laughs) I, I don't think that they went to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I think they lost in the playoffs, and that's probably oh, where the whole oh. fight came. You know what oh, I mean? Man. It was before did, I worked there, but did they did they catch up with him? Was he like the instigator? No. Yeah, hell yeah, he was the instigator, and I would still see him. 
because I worked in that area for a while then. And he'd be like, hey, remember when I started that fight at your bar? Like, yeah, no, I remember. And you're a loser. To, be bra- to brag about that is so fucking stupid. And also, yeah, like, but- to live off your fucking brother's name, too. That's like- what I'm saying. Like, to brag off of your brother. Like, I don't care who you are. Your right. brother's not here. Right. He wasn't even that good. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> Thank God, crazy. He, thank God he didn't hit you or your dad. Yo, for Dude, real, I dad... thought you were gonna tell me Tom hit no. him. I couldn't remember though. No, no, because I was like, Dad, please don't hit him. Like, please. <laughs> How can I explain that to my boss? That you know what I mean? Like, right. my dad punched his patron. Like, was, I mean, was it Jer Bear? Was he was he working? No, I think it was before Jerry. I think it was. Oh. Was it was that was that commonplace at that bar? Did it was were there a lot of fights? No, I don't think so. No. Do you think, Chris? I, I don't think only so. I saw like one, and it was like just yeah. like two idiots, and yeah. you know. there was probably more fighting between staff probably. at that bar. <laughs> Dude, and don't fucking punch a girl. What the fuck? I mean, yeah, unless she was doing though. something wild, but no. <laughs> We were at, uh, her and I were at a diner once where this guy tried to punch his girlfriend in the face. Oh. Someone we didn't know, another table like across from us. Yeah. We, we just happened to be eating there like late night and someone else is with us too. I don't remember who. And dude tried to punch his girlfriend in the face. And then so I jumped in and stood in between them and he was like furious. I don't know what she had said to him to set him <laughs> off. Whatever it was, he was like screaming. She went outside and then I just stood there in front of him and wouldn't let him move and just kept saying, You can't hit a girl, bro. Over <laughs> can't hit a girl over again until finally the cops came and then you know they handled it. I feel like every episode we come up with like a good t-shirt idea. That's a good t-shirt idea. You can't hit a girl, bro. Okay, we're going to, we're going in circles. <laughs> we need you to steer the ship, Captain. Yeah, we're um, you know where I'm staring at? I'm staring at the top of roulette, baby. Let's go. Um, so Angel and listeners. Essentially, what we do is we come up with a topic that Angel doesn't know. Angel comes with a topic that we have not heard. And we have eight minutes to discuss. Um, so we'll go first. We'll give you a topic. And we'll talk about it for eight minutes. Yeah. And today's topic is training. Which <sighs> sucks. I know. It's like the fucking worst thing ever. And or being a trainer, which I know you've also done. I hate training. <laughs> yeah, that's your initial thought. Like, you hate training. Yeah, that's my initial thought is, you know, come prepared, know what you're doing. Right. Yeah. Isn't the worst part when when you've been in the industry for a while and like it's just another job, uh, yeah. or even if it is your career, whatever. But you know, you've done it once. You've done it a million times, essentially. Once you get into the groove, once you learn what you're doing, and it's like you know, you get you maybe move cities or you change jobs and it's like, okay, you have six days of training. It's like, bro, I need half an hour. Maybe like show me the table numbers and then I'll be good. I'm like, that's it. I don't need anything else. Yeah. I don't need yeah. six fucking days of training. Yeah. Dude, I got a job once at, you know, that really fancy nightclub slash Chinese restaurant. No one does. No, no. there's one in Vegas too. It's like, it's in Midtown here. Like you wouldn't even know there's a restaurant. There's no door. It's real nondescript. It's okay. crazy overpriced for what it is. Their training is like insane. I ended up literally quitting halfway through the training. I was like, <laughs> I think I told them even, I was like, I have to leave early. I'm so sorry. And they're like, whoa, what's wrong? And I'm like, oh, I can't even talk about it. I got to go. <laughs> and, and then that was just it. That was it. I waited till like a couple of days where I got to eat some food. And I was like, you know what? I had enough of this. What, what was the issue? It was just so exhausting. 
Plus, I mean, they wanted to teach you how to literally serve food off a plate on other people's plates, like how to serve, how to scoop food and then scoop it onto a plate because you had to, when they ate like family style and you had to to scoop everyone's food for them. And I was like, I'm not doing that. First oh of my God. Yeah. You also don't need to teach me how to use a spoon because I already know how, but I'm also not doing that. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was awful. It was literally, I couldn't even handle the training process. And it's not like I couldn't handle it, but it's just like unnecessary. It wasn't yeah. worth it. Yeah. Angel, you used, to, you used to train people? Yeah. I mean, I still train people. My Like when they're brand new green, I can't stand that. It's like, I can't teach you from the bottom to here. Right. If, <laughs> if you, <laughs> you know what I mean? if you come prepared with knowledge and you take initiative and you're like, Oh, I see that, you know, their drink needs to be filled and you just go and do that shit on your own. Right. Me and you we're cool. Cause I'm like, Oh, this person's going to survive. You know, I can't, I don't have the patience. Like I just, at this point I'm, I can't do it. Yeah. And everybody expects you to do that shit for free. Like, Oh yeah. really? You're not you're not getting paid any extra money or, or no, no, never. I got maybe paid extra could, at Boston's. Maybe yeah. a free meal. Yeah, you know? something like that. I don't know. They, what what did they do at our place, Chris? I I, I feel like they did um, I think they would just randomly like assign people. Like they no, no, like here, yeah, but I think I think you got something for it. You I got don't know. food. You got food. Um, they paid you in you know chicken fingers and fries. Awesome. Ugh. They didn't have yeah. chicken fingers there actually, but you did get food because they. The whole thing was the trainee is supposed to taste the food. And then so you got to, I don't remember if you had to like eat their scraps or if you got your own. Food. <laughs> I honestly, no, it might have right, been, right. no, 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 no. been the former angel. No, I, they really I think, dicked us over there. Yeah, that place fucking sucked. A fat or I think thing, you were but... allowed to order like a couple things and you had to like share it with them though. Right. So if they were yeah. grody, a, total, you were like, a total stranger. No. Right. Yeah. So you're like, you're like, you're like, order whatever you want. You eat it. I'm leaving. You can sit down here. You can get out of here whenever you're done eating. I'm going to the bar. Yeah, uh, I, I so I was at a restaurant the other day indoors finally. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, but and there was this our waitress was training, and you could just see how fucking like nervous she was. And then the other guys kind of walking behind her. And at some point she's like, "Ha ha, I'm I'm training." And it's just like it was like PTSD. It like reminded me of all the fucking times that I've had to do that. And especially the older you get, and the more like sure of yourself you are like i would i don't think i could do it i if i had to if i had to start over if i lost my jobs and i had to start at a place like that like a a corporate restaurant with like a training program where you're not you're not getting hired at a corporate restaurant first that's that's fair actually that's a good point but uh no honestly like we're like if i had to go through all that and kind of play humble and like right and, and shadow somebody Just I, stand I, there behind them like a fucking jamoke with your I notepad and, and, and kind of play yeah exactly i i can't i don't think i could do it i, I like i honestly the idea of training is so like horrible to me at this point that i'd rather like just not have a job that's one way to i'd rather be homeless yeah yeah you'd rather be homeless than than do a training program at a restaurant do you have to train to be homeless do no. you have to like shadow anybody or anything like that? No, but it is. It's probably beneficial to have someone watching your back out there in the streets. Yeah. Okay. Well, fuck it. I mean, if I had to train either way, I guess I'll take the job. But I don't. <laughs> I, don't I don't want to. That shit is the worst. And then, but you know, it's funny though because the on the other side of it, I was also thinking about uh, 
the bar that I worked at, Chris, that you know of in my neighborhood, I'm sorry, you're going to probably have to beat that up, but uh, they didn't fucking train you at all. Like, they were just <laughs> like, hey, yeah, you, you're starting Tuesday, and then you just start Tuesday, and nobody's there. There's not even a fucking manager there. You don't know what, what anything costs. You don't know where <laughs> anything is. Like, it's like, what the fuck? Like, y'all don't... So, I've, I've experienced both sides. There's right. like a there's a good way to do that shit. they didn't serve food there though so it made it a little easier you don't need to like know anything you already free knew pizza. how to bartend free pizza well yeah but like i'm saying you didn't need to learn a <laughs> right. menu or anything. no no for sure for sure yeah there there's definitely like a much better way to do that shit that i've never seen actually done in real life you know what i, I mean feel Just like, like i've been somewhere where it was like two days and i was like okay that's great and it right. was like not even full shifts you know what i mean i was there for like two hours and, and then they the, the the training server would be like all right well it's about to be busy time so you can just go home yeah because otherwise you're just gonna slow me down like i don't want that's the other thing i never wanted i don't want a fucking anchor dra- dragging <laughs> me around all night that i gotta explain everything to who with their stupid look on their face you know what yeah. i mean you could yeah you could just make them be your errand boy though too which happens way too often <laughs> that's true yeah. Yeah, you just gotta you just gotta get thrown into the fire a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, I've definitely trained was training at a place and I think one of my training days fell on Mother's Day and they got slammed. Why would they even do that? Yeah, well, you know, because <laughs> because right. <laughs> and then I think it was my second day of training and I had to take regular section and I never trained after that then. Like Did you get to Oh, she held her own. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, good. There you go. Because it yeah. was like all every man for himself at that point, you know. That's right. a, that's actually a great point though, Chris. Because like I feel like depending on the situation, that I've I've definitely been in places. I think we were in in particular where I was training and uh like taking people's tables. Especially there's a day where you're being shadowed by your trainer and you're literally working the whole fucking shit. Right. Right. And uh a lot of the times in those positions in those uh situations like the people will give you a scent of the tips that you made working that whole fucking shift and i i get that that's sort of like hard for them also because it's their shift but to not tip out the person a little bit who just worked the entire just worked a full shift is kind of garbage yeah tip your tip your trainee tip your trainee also that car horn means our time is up yeah so on to your topic did you also you got a story now you have a topic too me yeah great yeah well lay it on us all right mine is vague ordering when when, when, when they're like bring me a sandwich so i get it because i bartend normally that's all I, i don't i rarely serve anymore and people will say i'll have a beer and it's like like, in a movie come on dude i have 47 beers right now you're an adult use your fucking words if you don't know what i have fucking ask me what i have that's all you know a beer okay what kind of beer do you fucking want and then i list every beer that we have and then you go with the cords light anyways like fuck you Yeah. yeah that's always the way they're like what do you what do you have on draft and you list them all out and they're like all right i'll have a cords light bottle like, yeah. Oh, well, okay. Fuck you. What was the second thing that you said? But it falls with more than just beer. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'll I'll have a, a pasta tonight. Like, dude, come on. Like, yeah. can you not see what's going on? Like, we're not hanging out. 
tell right, me right. what you want. That 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 paper card in front of you lists the food that we have. Look yeah. at that. Then let me know. <laughs> I used to hate on. that when people would, or or when people don't even look at the menu and they're like, "Do you have whatever fettuccine Alfredo?" And it's like, "No, we're a burger restaurant. Look at the menu <laughs> and you'll see what we have, or yeah. like whatever it might be." Yeah. Like where the place Laurent and I work together, people do all the, all hey, the time. Can I get a uh, Chilean sea? I wish we had that. Yeah, we can. I, can I can I get a uh, you know seared tuna? It's like, well, we don't serve that. It's like, well, last time I was here, they made it for me. That was three years ago. It's like, well, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. Look at the thing, and then I'll come back. Dude, we the the place that we worked at, Angel, was like kind of like a little uppity French slash sushi restaurant yeah like it, french slash sushi which makes total sense makes no yeah. sense at all but it's like an upscale fucking little new york city whatever this one guy i remember uh what didn't look at the fucking menu and tried to order like five different things that would be on like an applebee's menu I'm like <laughs> homie if you're gonna just play let me guess what's on that menu at least look around you and like take in the restaurant that you're at a french fucking restaurant right. we don't have like Onion rings, you know what I mean? Let like, me get the chicken yeah. zingers with buffalo <laughs> sauce on the side. I don't have a side of ranch. Like, what the fuck? Like, and also just look at the fucking menu. Like, why are we playing this game? I don't understand what you're doing. It, it that shit is so annoying. Yeah. But also yeah. behind the bar, it's usually angel for me. Like, it's usually foreigners who will just come up and be like, two beer, please." And you're like, "What? <sighs> what is happening in the country that you're from? Do you only have? Is there only one beer? <laughs> is that how this yeah. goes?" That's why they're visiting our country because they left right. the one beer country to yeah. see all the other beers. But so when they're foreigners, I give them like a little bit of a pass. But when it's when it's clearly Americans and they're like, "I'll have a beer," it's like, "Oh sh- what? What is this? Your first time at a bar?" Yeah. Like, or like, "I'll have a girly drink." Oh yeah, yeah. Make right, me something you're getting a beer. sweet. Yeah. Make me something sweet, but none of this, and I don't like that oh. either. And right. put and then like I hate you. Yeah, and they and they, and the, the funny <laughs> shit is. They know exactly what they want the whole time because at the end of it, they're finally like, they're like, yeah, no, not that, no this, no that, and it's like, right. oh, so you wanted a vodka cranberry? Right. Yeah. <laughs> we just played five minutes of how to figure out that you want a vodka cranberry. Well, um, the restaurant we worked at in Midtown Angel also had a lot of foreigners because it was uh, very central to a lot of hotels, and one of the bartenders we worked with would because they every customer, every European customer would order just a beer. It didn't, didn't matter. They never named what beer they wanted. And one of the bartenders would give them a Budweiser every time, no matter what. <laughs> yeah. That fuck That's yeah. awesome. That's what you got to do. But I, and, and I, I would always like when I felt valid in going like, hey, here's the menu. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when somebody's just kind of chirping at you and not making any sense and you finally just are like, listen, I'm not going to be able to help you until you look at this fucking menu. <laughs> you know, I just, I, just, I just walk away. I don't. I don't get it. Yeah, it's so annoying. Or yeah. I don't. Go ahead. I don't get a lot of foreigners. You know, so for me, so. it's all. Yeah. Where where, where are you, Angel? So I live in Allentown, but I work about twenty minutes north of Allentown, okay. which is a little more like backwoodsy. Um, couple of Trump signs. Oh, yeah, just a few. <laughs> Still flying today. Oh, I bet. Um, Stop the Jewish so lasers. So, don't get a lot of foreigners, but we get the Americans who ask for just vague shit. And it's like, I have a problem 
just being nice past the point of stupidity. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. once you, you let me know you're stupid. I can't, I'm just so like <laughs> bitter at this point where it's like, all right, well you suck already. Like you right. already suck from the beginning. Now this is probably all going to suck. You know, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that point of view. Like once a customer lets me know they're stupid, that's it. I'm dead. Yeah. I no, can't. No. I don't even care about the tip at that point. Just order, some, <laughs> order a water and get the fuck out. Don't talk to me. The, the only time with drinks where it's like it it makes sense to me to be sort of vague is if you have some sort of like unique cocktail menu for them to be like, oh, hey, so I don't like what's good or like, hey, I, I like sure not sweet drinks you know just because it's right. hard to tell what a cocktail if it's a cocktail menu that that's not like traditional cocktails that's the only time it's like the Otherwise, agave par cinnamon cinnamon swirl right like, exactly tell me more yeah. about that yeah uh but that's that's the only time otherwise like uh, look at the, i just don't understand how it's still a, an issue it's the same shit to me as like every time i walk into the men's bathroom and there's piss on the on the seat i'm like who who's still it's peeing on seat. Why? How? How is it that every time that somebody has like never used a toilet before, like, and that's that's a way bigger problem is the the piss seats. But it's the same shit. Oh. It's like it's like have you never used a toilet and or been at a restaurant before? Like, here's the area to pee, and here's the piece of paper with the things to choose from. Like, right. it's not a difficult fucking process. This is where you sit. This is where you pee. <laughs> yeah, this is what you don't eat. confuse them. That this is where you eat, unless you got <laughs> Halloween pretzels and you eat those in the bathroom. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I also do love what too when um with the vague ordering is when people ask you to list things, but they also know what they want. Yeah, like, especially with salad dressings. They're like, tell me every dressing you have. Okay, let me have ranch. Yeah. Yeah. The worst. Yeah. What do you recommend? It's like I recommend you read the menu and you know what you want because I don't know you. <laughs> no, the what do you recommend? That's time. The what do you recommend thing? I never I'm like, I don't know. What do you like? Yeah. I, I just always turn it back on them. What, you do, you, what dumb, do you like? You just get just as dumb and annoying. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I like steak. What do you eat? Yeah, I don't right. care. Order something. <laughs> I recommend the most expensive thing on the menu. Yeah. That's yeah. what I get. Right. You should get what that What I can one. recommend is you order and get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So that was a good topic. Roulette. Let's do a little Q&A. Get to know Angel a little better. So what we wanted to talk about real quick, first of all, is the fact that, well, I, I know for a fact, and Laurent knows, because I told him that you've ma- been a manager before. Um, yeah. But so especially at Boston's, I don't know where else you have, but what is it like when you have to manage your friends who are idiots half the time too, which happened at like, But managing your friends, like it's like, it sucks kind of. Yeah, absolutely. It sucks kind of for sure. And I, and at Boston's, I fought with my friends because of it, because, well, first of all, as a manager, you don't make nearly as much money as you would serving or being behind the bar, which is why I will never. So technically I'm a manager of where I am right now, (laughs) (laughs) but, but I bartend five days a week so it's like i don't have to just walk around and be the manager do you get paid more hourly though i do yeah good good yeah i'm really lucky at where i'm at like i i'll never leave there if i have the choice you know what i mean that's cool but being the manager and like the way i used to take it was like 
at work, like whatever, you know, I felt like I shouldn't have to ask you to do your job because you're my friend. You should just do it. Mm -hmm. And some people did live by that, but then other people, they didn't care. And then, um, like Chris, you know, who I fought with a lot there was Josh kitchen. I could see that because he didn't care. And a lot of people for the restaurant, it's not their full-time job. They don't give right. a shit about it. It's a part-time gig, so they don't care. And you have to care. And that's tough. I, being friends was, you know. But Chris, you were one of the people on who... Yeah, exactly. And But Chris, you were one of the people who like did your job all the time. So it wasn't really a big thing. You know, so... But yeah, there were definitely a few people. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, when when Chris told me, you know, because we all he, uh, he gives me a little bit of background about the people that he's inviting, and, and he mentioned that you had been managing. Um, I got excited to talk about it because, like, I, there's just so many aspects of managing that I find fucking fascinating. I've never managed, but no shit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but I've had uh, we've had friends. I mean, even at the place that we work. So I've had like homies that I've worked with who, who like get promoted to be a manager. So I've like watched the transition and like them, them become kind of like unhappy assholes, like quickly, because, because from what I, where I could see and what I, from what I saw, like the job was way more time consuming, way more arduous, way less money. And they would just get stressed the fuck out and they would forget what it was like to be on the floor and then and then they're just taking out all their anger on the on the homies that they used to fucking be working with you know i saw that happen all the time and and more often than not too like most managers that i've worked with especially in like bigger restaurants are just really not happy people it just does not yeah. seem like a job that is conducive to like a quality of life it's just like you're getting shit on by the owners you're making less money than your than your people that you're managing. Like yeah. you're kind of spread too thin. It just is like, I don't know. It, it seems like a, a, a tough road for people. I feel like um, when you get like a little older, you know, like when we worked together, Chris, we were like, I was 19, like 20, right. 21, 22. So when you get a little older, you don't even need a manager. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. let's like, and if you work in a smaller place, like let's just all do our jobs, get the shit done and be over it. And if there's a problem, we'll figure it out when it comes. But like, if you, if we all do our jobs, right. And like, there's not even a manager needed. Right. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Well, and that's, a, that's a part of the problem too. And a lot of the systems that we've come up in, certainly the one that Chris and I were in mo maybe more than anywhere else that I've been is like really at the end of the day, like these people's job, like they, they're not really doing anything, but they're there and they're on the floor and they're made to feel like they should be doing something. So what they end up doing is micromanaging and like annoying the shit out of their staff because their job is sort of, arbitrary like it, it's not it's not really meant to do anything yeah. it just creates this like fucking tension and shit but it's funny talking you know if you have friends that you work with it's such an interesting place to be in i've had a couple of great managers and great managers to me will tell you what the fuck is up when they need to but will let you do your thing otherwise give you like trust you to do your thing they don't yell at you or make you feel like you're inferior they they speak to you directly and say yo like angel get your shit done you know what i mean like yeah 
that, and that's it. And then we're back to being peers and we're back to respecting one another. And also if the, if the shit is busy or something needs to get done, I'm going to jump in myself and, and go do whatever that is, clear that table or roll those, those, that silverware. When you see somebody who's managing you, who's doing the work and in the shit with you and respecting you, then, then you're going to listen to them when they have something to say, Mm -hmm. you know? And like, and I've had some managers who are like that and I always respected the shit out of them and did whatever they asked me to do because they handled it. Well, it doesn't seem like that hard of a formula, but it's very rare to find that in the, in the restaurants that I've worked in. True. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I have another question. It is what is, and I feel like it's on the tip of my tongue, but I cannot remember what is the most embarrassing or the worst way you've ever been injured while working. (laughs) Yeah. While working. <laughs> or, I mean, in life, I guess, if you want to say that, but I meant oh, shit. more while working. I guess. Okay, so I worked at this restaurant. Um, it was two floors, and I fell down the stairs. <laughs> Were you carrying anything? No, but it was, like, right in the middle of lunch, and I think I was seating somebody. <laughs> uh, Cause as a bartender, you also, you know, moonlight as a host because the hostess is never around usually. Right. And then the bartender has to leave and go see the table. And so there was, everybody always said this place was haunted. And I think I was like telling a server, like I was standing on the steps and I was telling the server, Hey, you know, whatever table that's yours. And she was like, and then you just fell down the stairs, but it looked like somebody pushed you down the stairs. But it was a full dining room on the first floor and the second floor. That saw you fall? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you continue working or were you hurt? Hell yeah. No, I wasn't hurt. I continued oh. fucking working. <laughs> Where was this? Yeah, I copied. Uh, I was trying to think of two-story restaurants. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, fuck them. They're gone now. Free fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, and they never rebuilt, right? No, they did rebuild. Oh, they did rebuild? They burnt down to the ground. This restaurant that I worked at burnt to the motherfucking (laughs) ground. No lie. And I was working that night. Like, literally. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I was taking a retirement party in the upstairs. It was like a party of 30. There was crazy smoke. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Then we evacuated the building. Got everybody out. But my aunt was our GM there. And when we got out of the building, I was like, hey, like, has anybody seen my aunt? Does anybody know where she is? And they're like, no, we haven't seen her. And I, my aunt is a loud, like, she's got a mouth. I know that if she was outside, she would be looking for me. Right. So Shit. I turn around and run back inside of the building. And the office was on the third floor and it was up a spiral staircase. So I ran all the way up to the third floor, screamed up there. She had no idea that the building was burning down actively. Yeah, dude. So I'm like, yo, the building is on fire. And she's like, what? I'm like, grab your shit. Let's go. (laughs) You know, we run out. And by the time we like made it to the curb and turned around two minutes later, the building was gone. Damn. Gone. That's crazy. So you yeah. saved, you saved your aunt's life, like legit. Yeah, yeah, legit. I did. I mean, I didn't think about it. I probably could have died, but I didn't think about it. That's amazing. So that's so, so she gives you like the good shifts now. No, I don't. <laughs> so what was crazy after that place burnt down? The owner owed us like paychecks. 
and everything like this. And what he said was, oh, well, because the building burned down, all of the files burned in the building. <laughs> and I was like, no, bro, this is the, you know what I mean? It was like probably like 2014. Yeah. It's like, that's, no, I clocked in on a computer. There ain't no like clocking papers, like a machine right. <laughs> that burnt in the fire. Yeah. So what I did is I like went through like the government and I got my paycheck by him. Like, Amazing. Through, yeah, fuck that. I mean, no, for real, fuck that. I, I would imagine he's probably got a lot on his fucking plate when he's dealing with a, a restaurant that burnt down. But but still, that's not cool to do to your employees. And also yeah. to write about it. But he had other restaurants. He was a businessman. It's not like right. he didn't have any money. I was a, a bartender who just lost my entire job. You right, know what right. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, for sure. I, I That makes 100% sense. That's fucking wild, man. That's crazy. I've never been in a, like, real fire. Oh, yeah, that wasn't even the first one. <laughs> <laughs> but then after the pub was burned down, I went to another job. And that job had a banquet hall upstairs. And that shit caught on fire, too, while I was working. <laughs> Is it you? <laughs> it might be me. <laughs> Side note, if anyone's cool. looking to get some insurance money or whatever, hit us up. <laughs> under the apron on twitter yeah, and instagram right. let us know we got yeah, someone yeah. that maybe can help you out we know somebody we know a consultant <laughs> um did they ever figure out how the fire at the fci club started no no um no. what what's it like working with a family member i've never worked with a family member at a at a restaurant uh it wasn't bad she worked there for like 20 years okay. and i guess like when she when i first started there she was nervous because she didn't you know, you hire a family member, you don't know what their skills are, right? You know, and she was happily surprised that I was good at my job. So I made her job very easy. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys get along? Absolutely. That's cool. Laurent, do you have any other questions? If not, I'm going to try. I'm going to try fast five again. Yeah, I have, I have one last one. It's a, it's a bit of a repeat from the last episode. Do you, is there anything that you've noticed in your time in the, in the service industry um, in regards to like how you get treated as a woman uh, for better or worse that, that like is common practice or that you've just noticed along your, your time in the service industry? Oh yeah, sure. So um the owners who I work for now, when I first started working for him, it was at a pretty busy bar and females weren't allowed to close the bar by themselves. But I come from closing the bar by myself is what you do, you know? And he was adamant against my doing it. And I put my foot down and I was like, no, you're going, I'm not going to split the bar when it doesn't have to be split because a guy has to be here. Like that's that shit, you know? And I put my foot down and I have, I've worked for him ever since and I've been able to close the bar and whatever, but there's nice. definitely, you know, I feel like you have to prove yourself more when it comes to stuff like that as a female, but so silly. Yeah. Well, it's good, so silly. Good you know? for you to, to stand up for, for yourself with that. Cause yeah, I, I know a lot of women out here, same shit, you know, uh, in New York, like dive bars where they can't close, they, they can't get the closing shifts, which are, which are the best shifts. Is that really yeah. a thing? Yeah, because yeah. there's this idea. About it. There's this idea that like women are easier marks or something like that. Or it's I mean, just like maybe, but still, like what? I mean, what? What are they? What, what are you gonna do different against a gun than than a girl's gonna do or, or right, whatever? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, God forbid. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, that's interesting. 
Um, all right, Angel, I want to try something. We tried it before. It did not go well. <laughs> so we'll, see if, we'll see if we keep it in. It's called Fast Five. I ask you just five quick questions. You fire back to me. The first thing that comes to your head, and that's it. Last time okay. I tried it, uh, I couldn't even like get an answer. We, we renamed it the Slow Two. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Fast Five. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Ooh, Elf. What's your favorite yes. breakfast food? Eggs. <laughs> What's your, you're, you're going to prison forever. You can bring one movie. Forrest Gump. Ooh. Weird. I've only actually ever seen that once. What? Yeah. What color is your toothbrush? Clear. Flying or invisible? Ooh, invisible. Nice. All right. Fast Great. five works a little bit nice. better. Than yeah. 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 Uh, I love Elf. Yeah. Love yeah. Elf. Elf is good. I saw Elf in the theater and I hated it, but now it grew, it grew on me a little. I still don't love it, but I, I mean, it. I don't mind it. Uh, oh, did yeah. you have anything you wanted to plug? I give everyone an opportunity to plug whatever they want. I don't know. Any shows you want. I, don't, I got nothing to plug. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Jason Manzoukas. Perfect. I got, I got nothing. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Hold up, hold up. Before before we uh before we close this. every fucking time with this fucking guy. <laughs> every time I try to close the goddamn show, oh, it's like hold the fuck up. I got something God, stupid to say. My name is Chris. I love it. What do you uh, want? Did you did you see uh the Jason Sedakis thing? You just said Jason Sedaris, all right. It reminded me of it. Uh he re he received a golden globe but they were doing it over zoom so everybody's they're doing zoom golden globes right it's uh it's the girl from almost famous she's like dressed to the fucking nines like she's at a thing even though she's in her living room like all these people are dressed in ball gowns as if they were at the golden globes you know um receiving these awards jason sudeikis gets an award in a hoodie, I did see high, high as fuck. <laughs> it was <laughs> so fucking funny. He's like at his kitchen table. He's like, yeah, I, this is cool, man. It's nice. I was like, let's fucking go, dude. You're my new hero. I, I love that shit. I don't think he was doing it, though, to be funny. I think he's just sad. He just went through like a terrible breakup. That's true, but he, <laughs> so that aside, I don't give a fuck what the reason is. Breakup aside, it's awesome. In a vacuum, I thought you were gonna say you're wearing a ball gown. <laughs> I am. I, I was dressed <laughs> up for the for the clothes, but I never got the call. Uh, <laughs> but like that's that's second best to to the guys from South Park taking acid and going to the Oscars. Like to to be high as fuck in like a in a hoodie. Accepting a fucking Golden Globe is pretty hilarious. I love that shit. Just fighting every urge not to kill himself. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope he, <laughs> right. let's hope he doesn't kill himself. He, I yeah. hope not. I want to see Ted Lasso season two, baby. Yeah. Angel, go save Jason today, kids. Angel. I got <laughs> Anyway. Tell him to come to Pennsylvania. He'll be okay. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, anyway, thank you so much for coming on. Yes. Thank Joey you. Joey Applesauce. Yo. I appreciate, you know, <laughs> you helping out as well. All right. Well, thank you, thank you for coming oh. under the apron. Thank you. I love you guys. We thank love you so everybody. much. Bye. 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 Bye.